podcasts, what are they good for? Well, hopefully something, because this episode, we'll be listening to War by Edwin Starr. Welcome to the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. I'm Brad Page, your host, and I am on a mission to understand what goes into making a great song. Each episode, we sit down together and we listen to one of my favorite songs, digging deeper to uncover the performances, the arrangements, and the production techniques that create those moments that turn a good song into a great one. Today, we're going to journey back to the tumultuous days of 1970 and listen to Edwin Starr and War. We'll be right back after this. The story of war begins in 1969 with songwriter and producer Norman Whitfield. Whitfield started his career with Motown in their quality control department, listening to songs to decide which ones were good enough to release. He joined their songwriting staff and eventually worked his way up to becoming a producer at Motown. Whitfield had his biggest success working with The Temptations. He produced almost everything The Temptations recorded between 1969 and 1974, and together they created the sound of psychedelic soul. We explored Whitfield and The Temptations back on episode 45. Check out that one if you haven't heard it already. Through the winter of 1969 into 1970, The Temptations were recording songs for their 12th album, Psychedelic Shack, with Norman Whitfield producing. Whitfield, along with his songwriting partner, Barrett Strong, had written a number of new tunes for the album. One of these songs was War. The Temptations recorded it, and it was included as one of the tracks on the Psychedelic Shack album released in March 1970. Here's a taste of the Temptations version. Of innocent lives War means tears In thousands of mothers' eyes When the sons go off the fight And lose their life I said War What is it good for? Absolutely Say it again Young fans started asking Motown to release War as a single but Barry Gordy, the man who ran Motown, wasn't about to turn one of his most popular groups, The Temptations, into protest singers. He was afraid that there'd be a backlash and it would hurt record sales of one of his most successful acts. So he nixed the idea. But Norman Whitfield wanted to get the song out as a single, and this is where Edwin Starr comes into the picture. Edwin Starr was born Charles Edwin Hatcher in January 1942. He started singing doo-wop in the late 50s, moved to Detroit, and signed to a small regional record label called Rick Tick. He had his first hit with a song called Agent 00 Soul. This is a great track. <laughs> I dig rock and roll. I can do the twine and the jerk. 
in 1968, and Edwin Starr went with them. He had one hit for Motown, 25 Miles, that went to number six. looking for someone a little more under the radar than the Temptations to cover war, he chose Edwin Starr, and the song was a perfect match for Starr. Starr was a powerhouse vocalist who could really belt it out. What he lacked in finesse, he more than made up for in intensity. The Temptations version of war sounds almost sedate compared to Starr's. The song opens with a militaristic snare drum roll, and then when the horns come in, we are on the march. Like many of Whitfield's productions, this track is a long way from the gentler Motown sounds of The Supremes or Smokey Robinson. This track is all hard edges, quick cuts, and sharp breaks. The drums, bass, and horns hammer home that rhythm, while there's a saxophone playing some quick notes in the breaks. And there's some fuzz-toned guitar licks buried in there, too. Let's listen to Edwin Starr's vocal track. Huh, yeah. Absolutely. Say it again, y'all. Huh, look out. I love the scream he's about to do here. Absolutely. Listen to me. Listen to the bass part played by Bob Babbitt, I believe. This is very similar to the part that he played on Ball of Confusion by The Temptations, another Whitfield production. If we listen to just the instrumental track, you can hear that fuzz tone guitar clearer. 
Here in the second chorus, you can hear the influence of James Brown, especially in that Good God, Y'all. And I love this little vocal bit here. Yeah, let's listen to him. It ain't nothing but a heartbreaker. Friend only to the undertaker. Oh, Let's go back and listen to his vocals there. War has caused unrest within the younger generation. Induction, then destruction. Who wants to die? Oh, oh. good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Shit, shit, Oh, yeah. Ooh. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Listen to me. Like all classic Motown tracks, the backing musicians were the legendary Funk Brothers. I'm going to try and isolate just the tambourine played by Jack Ashford. It's like a whole rhythm section by itself. Ashford, man. Let's pick it up where we left off. Listen to the congas panned to one side. Here's that vocal part again. I love that little woo he throws in there. Friend only to the Undertaker! I think what the hi-hat and the snare drum are doing here is pretty interesting. They say we must fight to keep our freedom, but Lord knows there's got to be a better way. Oh, whoa, In the Temptations version, Melvin Franklin played the role of the drill instructor calling out the marching cadence. That's a little gimmicky. Here, they go for something a little more subtle. Just the sound of the boots marching. What is it you tell I like that vocal ad lib too. That tambourine is such an important part of this track. 
the song ramps up at the end, you can really hear that funky clavinet. Notice how the guitar solo shifts from one side to the middle. Edwin Starr, War. In Starr's hands, this Temptations album track became a number one hit. It spent three weeks at the top of the Billboard Hot 100, and it became an anthem for the anti-war movement. Think about that for a minute. With all the conflicts and endless wars of the last 20 years, when was the last time an outright anti-war song actually topped the pop charts? Starr moved to England in 1973 and continued making records, but he never had a hit that matched the success or the power of war. It was the right song at the right time, and he really captured lightning in a bottle with that one. Starr passed away on April 2, 2003, from a heart attack. He was 61. Norman Whitfield worked for Motown until 1975 when he formed his own label, Whitfield Records. His biggest success with his own label was the soundtrack to Car Wash and the hit single by Rose Royce. Whitfield died on September 16, 2008, from complications from diabetes. He was 68. Songwriter Barrett Strong is still alive today. He's recorded a bunch of albums as a singer. He was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2004, and his last album was in 2008. Thanks for joining me once again on the I'm in Love with That Song podcast. You can find all the episodes of the show on the website, lovethatsongpodcast.com. And I would love it if you'd leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you listen to the show. Connect with us on Facebook. Just search for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast or on Twitter at PopStaffTweets. This show is a tree falling in the forest without you listening. So, seriously, thank you. And remember to support the artists you love by buying their music. Yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh huh.